Welcome to CEO Confessions, the podcast where women that spend their life walking boldly in a variety of melanin-rich shades come to be uplifted, motivated, and have their flame reignited. The place where the business baddie, sassy scholars, and corporate cuties come to master adversity, overcome mindset paralysis, reignite their fire, get their fight, and their sexy back. Grab your favorite notebook, a super cute pen, and a glass of your favorite wine, and indulge in some personal development and self-care time with your girl Naoki. She is a certified life coach, content creator, photography enthusiast, author, and speaker. Your exquisitely flawed daughter, mother, and wife that uses real-life experience to equip the girls and women she serves with the tools to dance in the rain while overcoming the challenges of their metamorphosis. Unwind and relax, knowing she is going to help you embrace your flaws so you can walk boldly in them while creating the change you crave. If you're thinking no one can help, think again, get comfortable, and stay a while. She is your branding and girl code visionary, Naoki, the CEO Hunt, and she's here to help you reignite your fire. Hey, 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 and welcome to episode two of CEO Confessions, where not only are we in episode two, but we are in season two. And this season, we are talking about being redefined and realigned. And last week, you all heard from India Brown, CEO of India Insures. If you didn't hear last week's episode, she dropped some major gems. You want to go back an episode and check her interview out as well. For episode two, what I wanted to do was I wanted to slide right in because I had such an overwhelming response to people that wanted to be a part of season two. So I also wanted to not only give them the opportunity, but I wanted to answer some of these questions for you all also, because what I hear a lot when I'm hearing or receiving feedback about the podcast, I'm hearing that people love the interviews, but they also love to hear from me. So we'll dive right in and I'll start with the icebreakers for myself. And then I'll proceed to answer the questions that we started out with India answering. And then you'll hear the other CEOs, whether it is of their professional or their personal world that share in their interviews. So Um, road trip or flight for me, it would be flight and I'm a window seat kind of girl, iPhone or Android. I go iPhone morning person or night person. This one is tricky, but I would have to say night person text or call. I prefer text planned outings or surprise. It depends on who it's with. Um, for my husband, I'm more of a surprise person. Like I love being surprised. Um, but of course, if it's with the girls or networking or something along those lines, I am a planned outing person, remote work or office work. It used to be remote work, but now I am so ready to get out of this house. So I have to say office work, like out of the housework, introvert or extrovert. I am definitely an ambivert, 
Um, I have introvert tendencies, but I also have extrovert tendencies. Um, book smarts or street smarts, just like India shared last week. I am hands down both cherished or respected. This one was difficult for her and it made me realize who this is difficult for me too. Um, I would definitely have to say respect it. TV shows or movies, I'm more of a movies girl, but lately I have ventured off into TV shows and I binge watch a lot of them on Netflix when I have downtime or when I'm in the design lab. Um, bedroom door open or closed. It used to be open, now it's more closed. Fall or spring, I would have to say I'm a fall girl. Bath or shower, hands down, I would have to say I'm a bath person. I love to soak in hot water. And then one that I didn't ask India that I do want to throw in here is, where is your favorite vacation spot? Like, where is it that you want a vacation that you've never vacationed before? And for me, that is Hawaii. So when we're talking about areas of being redefined or realigned and where the focus lies for me, honestly, I would have to say that the focus lies on being realigned. And the reason that I say that is because we all know that I am really big on talking about the professional world and how the personal world intertwines with the professional world. So for me, Um, Being realigned has looked like everything that I used to do has been tweaked tremendously. And that is because there's this cloud that has been removed, so to speak. And what do I mean by that? What I mean by that is for so long, y'all, I was under the impression that I was doing social media management for my clients, right? However, there were clients that I would have a problem with. And what I mean by have a problem with what they were looking for, I didn't offer as a social media service, right? So it made me go back to the drawing board after I had this same hiccup in almost every contract that I had. Clients are looking for their content to be created, like a layout of what their content will be for the month. They are looking for someone to create that content for them for the month. And then they are looking for someone to engage with their audience throughout the month to help their engagement not only remain consistent, but to help that engagement increase, which also increases awareness, sponsorship, sales, etc. Right? However, for me, I was not offering that engagement component because I don't want to engage with your audience. Not only do I not want to engage with your audience, but I am not going to engage with your audience because the work that I do with everything that leads up to that engagement point 
keeps me from engaging with my own audience. So my engagement is lacking. I am not going to engage. Not only am I not going to engage for that reason, but it was also because of the price point that I was offering my social media management services. So initially, I did not have a CPA or any type of accountant that was working with me, right? I was doing everything on my own, thinking that I knew what I was doing. And because honestly, the money wasn't there to pay a CPA. So I learned through trial and error. Well, now here we are in 2021. I'm working with the CPA. And what I discovered is. So there was a period of burnout that was happening and that burnout was happening because there is so much time that people don't realize that goes into the branding component of your marketing. So what do I mean by that? Right. What I mean by that is if I am using stock photos, for example, because a lot of my clients were utilizing that stock photo component. So if I am looking for the ideal, the perfect stock photo that is going to snatch your ideal client or your potential new client, literally, we want this photo to snatch her or him in their collar, right? Because if I can snatch you by the collar with just the photo, make you stop mid-scroll and then pull that screen back down, you are absolutely and hands down going to read the caption, right? Well, here's the thing. Picking the perfect stock photo in and of itself could take up to 30 minutes, because you're literally going through these professional photos. You you have to go in and make sure they're not pixelated when you zoom in on them. Um, you want to make sure that that photo not only matches your brand colors, but it matches your brand voice, right? So it took me all of this time to realize I don't offer social media management because I don't do the marketing component, so to speak. I'm more on the branding end of the marketing component. So where I was realigned at was realizing branding and marketing are two different components. And yes, there are agencies out here and solopreneurs out here that offer both through their services, they may offer branding and marketing. However, I did not, and I still do not. Here's why. Because I am very big on you have to do what comes natural for you. You have to do what you love. You have to do what comes effortless for you and then learn the intricate details of it. So I'm learning, like I'm listening to these audiobooks, I'm going through these trainings, I'm searching for coaches, and it's people that I want to work with. Like it was a lot of women that I thought were amazing, 
but something just wasn't sitting right in my gut. And what I finally realized in quarter three was these women are not speaking to what it is that you need because you don't offer social media management and marketing services. What you do, my dear, is branding. I am going to bring an effect to your branding that is not only going to blow your client's mind and your potential client's mind, but it's going to blow your mind, okay? Like, let's just keep it 100. I'm going to design the shit out of your content. We are going to get on a consultation. I'm going to take notes. I'm going to go back and listen to that consultation again after you pay your invoice. And then I literally go to work because now my job is what I do effortlessly. The gift that God has given me is I am going to bring vision to a conversation. I am going to blow breath and life into what started out as just a thought for you. And then it went from a thought to a goal because you wrote it down somewhere. Or maybe you used the notepad in your iPhone or if you have an Android. Wherever you do your goal planning at. Wherever you write your dreams and your visions for your business. Now you shared it with me and my job is to bring it to life. My job is to give it face. And not only do I give it face, but from the context of our conversation, I'm going to put your sass on it. I'm going to add your spin on it. So if you the hood chick that's taking care of business... It's going to have a hood chick that's taking care of business feel. If you are extremely professional, it's going to be professionally pretty, elegant, timeless, like whatever your thing is, because everybody has a thing. Whatever your thing is, I'm going to put your thing on it to now give it a voice. Why am I giving it a voice? Because they need to hear from you. They don't need you to share somebody else's quote, somebody else's gif, um, somebody else's captions. So if you are out here doing screenshots of other people's stuff, saving other people's photos from Pinterest, and that's what you are using for your business, stop. Just stop. And get in tune, tap into your voice for your audience. So let's get back on track here. That's where I was realigned at. When I realized you do branding, boo, you don't do marketing. And they are two separate entities. Things became crystal clear for me. So that's where I became realigned at. And that's where my focus is. What keeps me disciplined now and inspired 
even during the times where I don't feel like getting out of my bed because honestly, today is just not a good mental day for me. Like I work from home. I want to get out of the house. It ain't really nowhere for me to go because I'm still not comfortable being around a whole bunch of people. Like whatever the deal is for the day that I don't feel like getting out of the bed. Maybe I got hit with some unexpected finances and now I'm slightly stressed out. Or maybe a client was supposed to make a payment and it's already way past due. Even though I'm not depending on that money, the work has still been done. You want to get paid for what you've done, right? So you still stress out about it. Whatever it is on this particular day, what is it that keeps me disciplined now that I struggled with in the past is now there's clarity. Now I know exactly what it is I'm supposed to be doing. Now I know exactly what it is I am doing. Because when I was doing social media management, I knew what I was doing, but I also knew I had clients that were not extremely happy with my services. And it was because they were looking for something that I could not offer them. And then let me just stick a pin right there. The thing that I learned with my CPA, because I don't know if I touched on that part or not, the burnout came in because I was undercharging even for the service that I was putting out so for example I had if you were just looking to get started right and I don't remember what this tier was called at the time but if you just wanted to be visible you wanted to start getting consistent I was creating the content and posting for you one time a day and if I'm not mistaken that service was 300 So that was one time a day, Monday through Friday, um, from Facebook to Instagram with your captions, the hashtag research, creating the content, doing the calendar for the month, your monthly consultation. So I had to sit on a call with her and break down all of my numbers, the numbers for everything as it relates to overhead and then the time frames on each part of implementation from start to finish for each client so for this particular client let's talk about the tier where it was just like the the basic tier you were getting one post a day monday through friday if i'm not mistaken that service was 300 and she literally went berserk on me she said first of all I'm not really sure why you waited to reach out but I won't harp on that we're here now the reason you are burnout is because you are undercharging. so you are doing way more work than you are getting paid for and then you have clients that are not happy so because of how you are as the business owner, as the CEO, and you always want to keep the client happy. Now there's a level of stress that sits on top of the fact that you are undercharging. Your basic tier plan should start at minimum 600. I was mind blown. Like, wait, what? She said, uh, yes, ma'am. She said, so 
when you telling me that you trying to provide a service for women because you know what it was like and yada, yada, yada. Because that was my thing. Like, I remember what it was like to be a brand new solopreneur. I wanted to show up on social media and look good doing it, but I didn't have the finances to pay somebody to do my social media for me. So my thing was, I want to provide a service where they get professional quality service at a budget-friendly rate. She said, yeah. So you trying to figure out why everybody charging so much for social media, and here's why. She said, because you didn't factor in, and she went through this entire list of overhead. She broke down, and I'm not good with this kind of stuff. She broke down times on creation, for example. Um, like what the hourly rate should be versus the hourly rate that I was basically charging for my services. Drastically different. Drastically different. We talking about 50%. So she was like, it's time to stop. You need to revamp everything. And my thing was we in the middle of the year. Well, no, we were at the beginning of the year. My thing was we're at the beginning of the year. I don't want to change prices. Like I don't want to increase pricing. And I just did a price increase as we walked into 2021 because I knew we were walking into a new year. That price increase was basically based off of trainings that I had received walking into 2021 so she was like okay ma'am well we'll revisit this at the end of the year yada 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 she was like but you don't do any more social media management at these prices unless you are doing half the work so if you're doing a $300 package then that's two weeks worth of work instead of four weeks worth of work okay cool but then like I said over time I realized that social media and I was so stressed out because that was the other thing it it was never what I wanted to do it was something that I stumbled into because people were asking who does your social media can you do mine so (sighs) with that being said um The one thing that I did learn about myself that I think others may not realize about themselves. If you are in a season of struggle, like you feel like nothing is coming easy. And when I say nothing is coming easy, nothing is coming easy. Whether it's a personal goal or a professional goal, you feel like everything that you touch turns to shit. Nope, it doesn't. Step back. Unplug from social media. I know y'all get tired of me saying that. I'm sure it sounds super cliche, but it is fact. Unplug from social media. Put your phone on do not disturb. I'm not saying it has to be the whole day, but take a couple of hours out of the day. Like when you know your kids home from school, if you have young kids in school, you know your kids home from school. Put that phone on Do Not Disturb. Turn off the TV. Shut down that laptop. 
get in tune with yourself. Go into meditation. Go into prayer. Get quiet and still. And write after that. And when I say write, I mean just what's your thoughts? What's on your mind now? Write. Brain dump. Start brain dumping. But before you can do an organic brain dump, you have to unplug. Because we taking in so much stuff throughout the day. Think about how much shit you see scrolling through social media. Now you went from Facebook to Instagram to Twitter to TikTok. Now you don't watch a couple of YouTube videos. Now you don't tapped in the clubhouse and you've been listening over there. Maybe you checked in and listened to a chapter in your audio book. No, unplug from all of that shit. And the reason is because... You cannot get in tune with what God is trying to give you. And I know somebody is listening to this saying, I cannot believe this heathen is using profanity and God in the same podcast episode. I am. He's still working on me and I'm just going to leave that right there and keep on moving. You cannot get in tune with what God has for you if you tuned into everybody else. Look, I made that mistake. I was trying to support everybody, trying to comment on everybody's stuff, who I was trying to support. And by the time I got done doing all of that, spending time with my kids, talking to my sister, talking to my mother, chilling with my husband, talking to my friends, scrolling on all of these apps. Now I'm thinking about bits and pieces of everything that has happened or been said with each one of these people. So what I'm putting out, is that really organic? So then I was trying to figure out why am I having such a hard time creating content? Because I went through that phase. I was taking in too much of everybody else stuff instead of taking in what God was putting in the atmosphere for me to tune into. Because God is going to give you messages through different outlets. Look, I have received downloads from God. Walking from my back door to my garage. So when I say unplug and get in tune, unplug and get in tune with you. Because the people that you are called to serve are looking for you. So one of the wrap up questions you all will hear time and time again is who were the three most supportive and or influential people for you during this season? That season would be your season of being redefined or realigned. And for me, it's actually four, but two of them I'm, I'm kind of clustering together. So my husband is first. My children are second, and then Nikisa Green is third. So with my husband and my kids, they have been extremely supportive because I can admit that I know it's not hard. I'm sorry. I can admit that I know it's not easy when you have to watch somebody who is strong 
in their weak moments. And for me, being realigned meant moments of weakness because initially I did not understand what was going on. And not only were they supportive, but they didn't make me feel weak. And when I came out of those moments of weakness, I wasn't treated any different because of the moments of weakness that I had. Hey, that shit is major. If you don't believe me, if you the strong friend, have a moment of weakness and watch how people start to treat you during and after. I didn't get that. So those three huge when it comes to being supportive but influential hands down the first person that comes to mind is Nikisa Green and that is because I watched her intercede on her sister's behalf and I got to be a part of a miracle like I got to witness a miracle firsthand because of how she interceded because of the love that she has for her sister, who she also calls her best friend. That was major for me in my time of realignment because everybody knows when you go through any type of storm, it kind of shakes your faith a little bit. Baby, when I tell you the way she interceded over Makita and watching Makita's strength slowly come back, I'm getting chills just talking about it. Um, Nikisa, if you listening to this, which I'm sure you will, because I'm definitely going to tag you so that you can listen. You did a thing in me and I know God crossed our paths like the three of us. He crossed our paths for a reason in 2016. We have remained connected since. But watching you and Makita has been one thing. But watching you intercede over her during that time and speak life, there are no words that I can even express in this moment to say to you, like to truly express What that did for me and what that taught me as a daughter, a sister, a wife, and a mother. I am forever grateful to you because I needed to see that. I needed to be a part of that because my faith was wavering. And now I truly know what it means to have faith. The size of a mustard seed. Y'all, I don't got emotional. So let me just wrap up with this one right here. If I were donated an extra 5,000, how would I spend it and why? If I were donated an extra 5,000, honestly, initially I thought that I would just dump it all into like the business, into like my branding and my marketing but over time, doing all of these virtual interviews, preparing for the in-person interviews that are coming up, 
in the weeks to come, I realized I would definitely take this money. I would get my 501c3 for the Girl Code Summit. I would set up their next actual in-person Girl Code Summit. Because if I can just be honest, the reason that I didn't go virtual during COVID is because for what I offer in these summits, you have to be in person to truly get the impact that I'm trying to get. So y'all heard me say it like I'm trying to snatch you in your collar with emotion, like literally snatch you in your collar and shake you. And I can't have the same effect with what I do in person if I did it virtually. So that's why I passed on the virtual, but I would definitely get those summits back up and going. And I would definitely offer as many free tickets as I possibly could, but I would make that an experience like year three of this summit has to be major because three is a very sentimental number for me. So that 5,000 would go towards impacting the lives of as many brats that were in attendance for this Girl Code Summit as humanly possible. But yes, I would literally dump it all into the advertising and marketing and the girls that would be in the building for year three, in addition to the 501c3, because then it allows for more sponsorship that people are more comfortable donating towards because they can write it off. So with that being said, y'all gonna hear the music start to flow in. I'm gonna let y'all go. Thank you for joining me for episode two and make sure you join us for episode three. I'm not going to tell you who's next, but I'm going to tell you, you do not want to miss it. Have a good one, y'all. Thanks for joining. Your fire has just been reignited with CEO Confessions. You could have listened to anyone in the world, but you're here with me, and it means more than you know. What made you laugh, reminded you to give praise, or maybe even shed a tear? Whatever resonated with you most, tag us in your social media post when you share. Make sure you subscribe and leave your review because we'd love to hear from you. And remember, it's time for you to walk fearlessly in your feminine power.